Ford updates the Explorer, Cadillac unveils the ATS-V, and I'll answer some of your comments and questions in You Said It. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for November 19th, 2014. And let's start off with some LA unveils. Ford revealed the all-new Explorer. The most significant update is the new 2.3-liter four-cylinder EcoBoost engine from the Mustang, which replaces the two-liter EcoBoost that's available in the current model. Although it's not as powerful as the Mustang's 2.3-liter, with at least 270 horsepower and 300 pound-feet of torque. Designers tweaked the Explorer's exterior styling, and inside, the infotainment system features real buttons, which replaced the touch sense ones in the previous model. The chassis has been retuned to differentiate between the models that are available. Other new features include front and rear cameras that are equipped with washers, a hands-free liftgate like the one offered for the Escape, and active grille shutters. The new Explorer goes on sale next summer. Mazda unveiled its new compact crossover, the CX-3, which the company believes will become the core model in its global lineup. In North America, it's powered by a 2-liter Skyactiv gasoline engine, and in other markets, it's offered with a 1.5-liter clean diesel, and it will be offered in front and all-wheel drive. The CX-3 will first launch in Japan next spring, and will head over to the U.S. in the summer. Still to come, we've got more reveals from Bentley, Cadillac, and Mitsubishi, but first, here's a quick message about our coverage of the LA Auto Show. AutoLine on the Road is at the Los Angeles Auto Show. Check out our website, AutoLine.tv. We're going to be posting the latest reveals as they happen. Again, www.AutoLine.tv. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Bentley took the wraps off a new drop top called the Grand Convertible. Even though the company says this is just a concept, it sure looks production ready to us. Bentley CEO Wolfgang Durheimer says if it does make it into production, the company will make sure that it remains, and I quote here, extremely limited. Under the hood is the same 6 and 3 quarter liter twin turbo V8 engine that powers the Mulsanne, which cranks out around 530 horsepower and over 800 pound-feet of torque. Fans of the Cadillac V-Series can rejoice. The ATS-V is finally here, in both sedan and coupe form, I might add. Under the hood is a more powerful version of the brand's twin turbocharged 3.6 liter V6 engine, which now cranks out 455 horsepower, and it can be mated to either a 6-speed manual or 8-speed automatic transmission. It can hit 60 miles per hour in under 4 seconds. Other V-goodies include Brembo brakes, a retuned suspension, Recaro seats, as well as the performance data recorder that was first offered in the Corvette. There's plenty more to read about the ATS-V, so just click the headline in today's transcript to get all the details. As we've said, some automakers don't offer the trucks that they sell in other countries here in the U.S. because of our chicken tax. And one of those automakers is Mitsubishi, 
which just pulled the wraps off an all-new Triton pickup. It comes in three different cab sizes, as well as three different engine options. One of those engines is a brand new 2.4 liter turbo diesel. Mitsubishi also claims that it's quieter and delivers better ride comfort than before thanks to strategic placement of sound deadening materials and an optimized suspension setup. The all-new Triton is currently on sale in Thailand and plans are to start exporting it to an additional 150 countries. Coming up next, it's time for some of your comments and questions. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Well, it sounds like some of you have three-wheelers on your minds because we had a few inquiries come in about LEO Motors. Skyler writes, Hey guys, I saw you did a video for the LEO Motor Company in May of 2013 and was wondering if there's any new news to report on. Well at the moment, LEO is waiting on a federal loan from the same program that gave money to the likes of Fisker so it can tool up for production and keep its $6,800 price tag. Unfortunately for LEO, that program hasn't doled out any money in over three years, but the company has made it through the first of three rounds to obtain it. Elio is now targeting the third or fourth quarter of 2015 to come out with its three-wheeler. If that happens, we'll definitely report on it. As we said, Germany doesn't want the mandated air conditioning refrigerant R1234YF, but that got Al thinking. Now that there are electric compressors that do not have the leaking seals on the pulley shafts, the concern for what type of fluid should no longer be a concern, and the most efficient fluid can now be used as in our refrigerators. While Alice write that electric compressors leak less than belt-driven ones, it is impossible to completely eliminate leaks in an AC system. And let's not forget that accidents will happen. For those reasons, there will always be a need for a refrigerant that's the least impactful on our environment and as a secondary factor that's also efficient. News that automakers will be switching to an even thinner oil has got some of you concerned. Hawker Mustang says, I hope your engine don't get the smallest pinhole leak because you will find your oil all over the ground. Well, if that happens while you're under warranty, it shouldn't be a concern because it will be covered. But with more miles and natural engine wear, you should probably be switching to a thicker oil anyway. All our talk about hacking lately got Red Ave thinking, wouldn't it make more sense to separate the car's CAN bus systems? All wireless systems and media should not be linked in any modifiable way to critical functions. You know, I know some of you don't care for all the technology in cars today, but it is here to stay. And for some of those to work, it has to be linked to critical systems, like the TPMS. Not to mention, have you seen a wiring harness lately? They're amazingly extensive and complicated. I can't imagine what one would look like if all the systems were separate. Thanks for all your comments and questions. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching.